If you had 20 minutes with a counselor, what would you ask? I'm Anna Nash. And I'm Julie Sparkman, the counselor with Restore Ministries here in Birmingham, Alabama. You are listening to Head to Heart, a podcast to help you connect what you know with how you live. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Hey, y'all, this is Anna Nash, and we are um, so glad to be reconnecting with y'all. I'm on this podcast with Julie Sparkman. Julie, hey. Hey. And y'all, we we just thank you so much for your encouragement for us to come back again. Yes. Yes. There's just been a huge response, um, and so... We are, we are thankful for that. And, and you know the drill, the way the podcast usually goes is we say, if you had 20 minutes with a counselor, what would you ask? Um, but right now we're having a little, we're taking a little break from the norm of what we've done in the past because we want to um, talk a little bit about the overly talked about subject of COVID-19. On our last episode, we addressed the four stages that Julie has kind of seen Um, her clients and others around her process through emotionally and mentally through the last three months. Um, And then we ask you to send in your questions. And we've been been receiving thoughts and questions and challenges and struggles um, from a lot of you out there who are in the COVID world like we are. And um, we talked a lot about the different ones and we really um, just boiled it down to one big issue that Julie and I thought was very prevalent. Um, And so Julie's going to tell you a little bit about that. Um, But first of all, we do want to know, we do want to acknowledge the fact that we know you're probably tired of talking about COVID-19 and hearing it and seeing it. You can't go about 15 minutes in your day without some sort of reminder. And so we hope that this podcast is just a real dose of hope and encouragement and shining God's light on these issues. Right, because you know what I'm hearing more and more and more, of course, never out of my own mouth, uh uh-uh, but I'm hearing these two words, over it. I am so over it. And uh, doing the, just even doing the podcast now, um, I'm almost a little reticent to be talking about COVID again, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I, I wanna say this far into it, believers, Let's not get over it Hmm. because we are in the midst of something that our father has sovereignly ordained. Amen. We don't want to miss it. Even now we are tired of it. We want to be done with it. Yeah. Yet the father is still calling us to something. The question is, what is he after right now? Even this far into it. Yeah. And I think many of us who've been through your courses, Julie, one thing that you've done um, in my mind through your teaching is you've encouraged me to be curious and you use that word a lot. And that has been such a rich and warm, welcoming emotion for me to embrace, um, to really bring that word curious into this conversation of God, what are you doing? Why are you still allowing this to go on? Why does it seem like this is not going to be ending any time in the near future. Um, And so I love that, yeah. I'm finding my curiosity is waning a bit. 
Mm -hmm. I, um, I had a friend send me something this morning, just something that has uh, occurred in her life that is really, really hard. And she said at the end of it, but I'm wondering what God is up to. And I answered her back, is it okay if we are experiencing both anger and curiosity at the same time? And I think, <laughs> I really think that that is so much of what the message of the Psalms is. Isn't it though? David, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just it's a heightened sense of curiosity. It's not a soft curiosity. It's more of a outright <laughs> outspoken, like, what are you doing? But anyway, the theme of, of, of our, our time together today is really the fact that many of us are, have become a little on edge and we are wearing a little thin. Those are gentle words for um, what some might call anger. So Julie and I both um, recently have experienced um, some situations of anger out and about in the world. And I'll, I'll go first, Julie, if that's right with you. I'll share a little yeah. bit about my kids who are adult children. Um, they were at Publix, the grocery store um, here in Alabama in our neighborhood grocery store where you hardly go two aisles without seeing somebody you know. It's normally a very friendly environment. Um, and they were approached by someone that they did not know and um, this person just let them have it because they were not wearing masks. Um, very loudly, very outspoken, very obvious to all that were on their aisle um, that he was displeased with the fact that they were not wearing masks. Yeah, yeah, just shame and humiliation. Yes, yes, so much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I had it come out on the other side I went to pick up a product that I had prepared for me and the man who gave it to me just started chatting. Now this man had absolutely no idea where I was coming from. He really knew nothing about me. And as he began to talk, it was apparent that I have a feeling that probably the two of us were on the same page politically. But where he went with it, he began to talk and expressed his deep anger that his liberty was being taken away and he should not be told what to do and that's wrong and America is about our rights and that's a wrong thing and I just was struck with how even though I thought, you know, politically I probably would end up agreeing with you but man, right now I am feeling his agenda of pumping liberty over love. And it really, really made me back up. And I even, in many ways, agreed with him. Right, right. Yeah, we, we really are going to attempt to not get too political in this conversation. Yes. We want to yes. bring it We want to bring it off the platform of politics and into our more personal worlds. And that's where we're going with this. But we have seen, and Julie um, has mentioned this, just the rise of um, suicide, domestic violence, addictions, porn, alcoholism, all of this has been intensified in um, huge ways during this season. And Julie and I, as we discussed it, she said a lot of it very well could be and probably is a manifestation of anger and deep, intense emotions about where things are right now. Um, well, that, those things that come up to rise, Anna. Mm. I think about the phrase, I don't, I don't know if you've heard about this, but I hear it all the time. Remember in the beginning, the phrase that everyone was using as a source of, if you will, comfort. And in the beginning, we all liked it. And the phrase was, we're all in this together. 
Mm -hmm. Remember that? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. And that made us feel good in the beginning. Great. We are all in this together. Well, you know what? That's what the problem is now. We are all in this together. And we are not used to being so together. Mm -hmm. Our culture is incredibly individualistic. Mm -hmm. We are not used to the choices of our neighbors impacting us as much as they impact us now. So my rights are now getting threatened because we're all in this together. And so that's what's starting to bubble up to the top is an issue of, am I going to demand my rights? Right. Or can I lay them down out of love for you? What's the driving thing, whether I wear a mask, whether I don't wear a mask, whether I go to the restaurant, whether I don't go to the restaurant, as believers, mm -hmm. it is not much as much what we're doing. And that's what we say, this is not a political stance, but for a believer, it's why are we doing what we're doing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're doing it for the purpose of love, even love at some time at the cost of what I consider to be my quote rights, right. that I lay that down. I mm -hmm. lay that down for love. Mm. And I will say the reason for which we're doing it, but also the spirit in which it's done. Um, I think even though we can't see each other's mouths if we have on masks, that just a look in the eye and a spirit of kindness that's driven by the spirit and with um, through just the actions and words of kindness that speaks volumes, even as if someone is opposed to the mask or not the mask or all the other issues, because really there's not a right or wrong. I mean, we don't know. Nobody really knows. Nobody knows. Um, but like you said, I love the thought of COVID-19 and all of this intensity of emotion and the split opinions around us wherever we go. Really what it's doing is building a platform for us to shine Jesus to a world in need that without COVID, we would not have these opportunities to be the hands and feet of Jesus and sacrificial love. And I find that to be really in many ways uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, like uh, we have that uh, next door neighbor app and man, that thing has been buzzing along and I really never um, add my two cents in there. But um, there was one day when a man was just railing in a vicious, vicious way, mm -hmm. name calling about people that were not wearing masks. And I did enter into the fray, not to say to him, how dare you, but to say to him, hey, we are all hurting enough. Mm -hmm. We don't need any more bashing. Let's, let's start having consideration for one another because that's really what the man was saying he mm -hmm. was really angry because he was he was older and mm -hmm. he was feeling frightened I'm sure so mm -hmm. I don't want to shout back at him and say well tough for you I don't like wearing a mask I want to say hey I get it right right I get it yes yes sir and I want to honor you it's really yeah it's just valuing relationships over the issues that's right and I think what a fabulous opportunity to teach our children also. Hmm. You know, we might have to go through some inconvenience. We might have to go through some discomfort. 
Why are we doing that? Are we doing that because we're being forced to do that? Are we doing that because we choose to do that? Because the Father calls us to care about the rights and the needs of others mm-hmm, mm-hmm. more than our own. But it's a, this is an opportunity in which that is a sharp contrast to what's happening in our world. Mm-hmm. The personal rights right now is what is reigning, reigning very strong. And we are just seeing in the news and there's just rage and violence that's unexplainable and just it, it you can't help but wonder if it is because and rooted in the fact that people are so worn thin and on edge. And so along that topic, Julie, we've talked for about 10 minutes about anger and rage and um, a judgmental spirit outside of our own four walls. But I really have a strong desire from a personal standpoint um, to shift this conversation and say to you right now, you know, we can muster up kindness, just be kind, just be considerate, just think of the other person. Why is that so much easier to do at the grocery store um, or at the coffee shop or the person serving you at a restaurant than it is in your own four walls? Because let me just say, us being worn thin and worn out and um, just spent, emotionally spent with all this is really playing out in our homes and within our families and with people that we are close to more than ever as well. So can you speak a little bit to this idea of liberty versus love when it has to do with your spouse and your children, your siblings, your coworkers? people that you're having to relate to pretty closely on a daily basis. No, Anna, I really don't want to speak to that. I'd really rather stay <laughs> on. <laughs> right. I just want to talk about it globally. Um, it's much easier. Really, yeah, you're stepping on my personal toes right now. Yeah. But, um, you know, you said earlier, you said we're all just wearing thin. Um, <sighs> you know the truth, though. Hmm. What's really wearing thin is my veneer. The niceness that I generally wear on top of me. You know why a lot of this stuff with my in my home, etc., doesn't come out? It's not because it's not in there. It's because I have a lot of diversion and I don't have to spend a lot of time with these people. Mm-hmm. Now suddenly, mm-hmm. when I'm with them, that veneer—that's what's worn thin. COVID mm-hmm. is creating nothing. As I said in the last mm-hmm. episode, COVID creates nothing. It only exposes as it exposes and brings to surface yeah. those things that are already there. Right. And so in that in that sense, okay, that's a good thing. But um, isn't it, it? I mean, I had the. Uh, I was talking to a woman the other day, and she's been married for over twenty years, and she said, "You know, mm-hmm. I never noticed how my husband chews." how irritating it is just the way that he chews <laughs> all those all those little things right irritabilities yeah mm-hmm. irritations mm-hmm. yeah and and he's always chewed that way but you see she wasn't with him three meals a day right now it is big yeah and she has to choose what to do what to do with that irritation are we going to let those irritations, and they're real. I mean, that's a, a little one, right? But there's other things that are significant. 
Right. Let those irritations that comes come up within the walls, are we going to allow them mm-hmm. to buff us, B-U-F-F, buff us to look more like Jesus? Right. Or are we going to resist them and roll our eyes and say, oh, my word, when is this going to be over? Or just excuse ourselves like it's because of COVID. Like, you know, that yes. that saying that says, I'm sorry for what I said when I was hungry or when I was tired. I keep wanting to say, I'm sorry for what I said during COVID. Like mm-hmm. the pressures. I, I know Tyler and I, um, many of you know, we own a business together. And um, it's it's hard. It's very, very challenging to work together. Well, COVID has caused more challenges and honestly more sin and ugliness to come out of both of us. Um, And Tyler's been quick to remind me that COVID hasn't brought this about. It hasn't created, but it's probably more revealed what's in there. And I think about a volcano and how it doesn't erupt till that pressure from under the earth. I mean, the lava and all that stuff is down under there, but it's the pressure from under the earth that causes it to arise and come out. And so it's it's an interesting thing to think about that COVID is we are hard pressed on every side by COVID and what's being squeezed out of us is, is that, is, is the, this what's deep down in, the, in there. And it's a, a beautiful picture of sanctification if we are curious, um, like Julie said, and say, Lord, what are you doing? You know, you're, refe- you're revealing some things to Tyler and me that need to be dealt with. Um, you know, give us freedom. Yeah. Yes, and what you're revealing though is not at it's wrong to be angry at one another. No, that's easy. Mm-hmm. That is so easy for us to say, to place the, place the blame on the emotion. Mm-hmm. No, the emotion is the signal. The emotion is neither right nor wrong. It's merely the signal. So if we will, here's just pragmatism. Yeah, come on, bring it. This is what okay. we like. Yeah, if we can take man right now, I want to light into him, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, let's not shut that down and shame it, but instead get curious. What's under that? Hey, mm-hmm. non-condemning voice to self. Hey, what's that about? Mm-hmm. What's happening? What's happening within us? You see, the enemy doesn't want us to ask that deeper question. He wants us to stay on the, okay, don't be angry. Just shut your mouth, push it down. Don't be angry. Mm-hmm. But mm. that emotion is a signal for us to go deeper. Let the spirit take mm-hmm. us into anger is a symptom of a deeper root. Right. Often what, what I'm finding and what I think is happening in our world is not to grossly oversimplify, but that deeper root is often coming from your liberty is getting in the way of my rights mm-hmm. and I don't like that mm-hmm. and I'm going to I have a predisposition in my sin nature Mm -hmm. to hold on to my rights. And it lets me not shut down and shame me. Oh, I need Mm. Jesus. Yeah. I need Jesus. I didn't need Jesus when I came to him only. Mm -hmm. I need to him. I need him this very minute when I'm sitting at the dinner table and he's chewing again and I want to give a harsh response but I've got to draw back on, oh, Father, help me even right now. I need you. Mm-hmm. 
Another thing that really encourages me is if I can have the grace to do it in the heat of the moment is to just pray that God would give me his eyes for the other person. Like, how does God see them? And say, God, give me your eyes to see them. How do you see them? Um, I guess in closing, Julie, I'd really love to hear a little more from you about the ongoing walk of this. Um, I, I see that the theme of this has turned from anger and hostility um, being played out in our world and in our homes, being turned into the beauty of opportunity when connecting with God to say, what are you doing? Um, and also to connect, to be a platform of His Son Jesus to the world and to those that we're closest to. So can we kind of exit this podcast today by just saying, practically speaking, how can some of our listeners implement these kind of rhythms spiritually in their lives? Do you have any um, encouragement for them about that? You know, okay, so rhythm is a practice that I engage in over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm going to tell you a radical rhythm. I know that everybody's thinking, okay, that means like a quiet time. That mm -hmm. means when I pray. That means when I walk. Mm -hmm. Those things are good and beautiful. Mm -hmm. Let me offer you another rhythm. Yes. Repentance. Amen. That all of this stuff gives me the opportunity to go back again, to see my heart and to go back again and say, oh, thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. It is not about me or my performance because, man, I have not been performing well. <laughs> and this is showing more and more of my stuff. But the more of my stuff that's shown, the deeper mm -hmm. my gratitude can be for the fact that Christ died for this very thing. Amen. And we need him. Yes. But that does remind me, though, Anna, just as a little teaser for next time. Yeah. What we're also talking about here is handling intense emotion that comes up. And that is exactly what we're going to be talking about yep. in our next episode. Mm -hmm. When that emotional intensity rises when we have been triggered mm. into old trauma. So that's what we're going to talk about next. That's a great a great thing to be looking forward to because I'm sure all of us will have some intense emotion between now and then and we'll remember. I need that podcast. So um, just closing out with just the goodness of God to each of you in our audience and to remind you of the scripture that it says that says the kindness of God draws us to repentance. And so when Julie and I talk about repentance, it's a kind and gentle relational um, act, if you will. It's just an um, intimate connection with God or reconnection, if you will, to remember his faithfulness and return to a God that loves you. And that is our way back every single time because we know what kind of God he is. And we long for each of you to see God as that. Yes, yes, he has given us the way to follow. But when we veer from that, he's welcoming us back. Um, with a spirit of grace and love. And so that's the God that we encourage you to see today. So, all right. Well, I guess that's a wrap, Julie. Okay, then. Thanks. Y'all have a... Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Thank you for joining our podcast today. If you want to know a little bit more about Restore Ministries and what we do, you can visit us at restore-ministries.org.